You okay, Mom? What? Is there something on your mind? Is there something on your mind? It just seems like there might be something you want to say. Yeah. Like what? I mean, why would I want to say something so I could watch you sneer at me? Sneer at you? I don't ever sneer at you. Oh, sweetie, you don't have to. You get your point across. Okay, so fine. Then say what you want to say then. Peter. I don't want to say anything. I've tried saying Okay, things. so try again. Release yourself. Oh, release you, you mean? Yeah, fine. Release me. Just say it. Just say it. Don't you swear at me, you Don't you ever raise your voice at me. I am your mother. Do you understand? We continue on the first day of Lent here. I'm not sure when this will come out. This might come out later. But nonetheless, it is Movie Review 167. Can you believe it? Uh, we are talking about a couple of movies again. Another double feature. Back-to-back double features on the... <laughs> I thought I didn't have to cough, but then I did. Um, back-to-back double features here on the Movie Review program. Let me just fix my mic. Thing I bought this bike for like forty bucks, maybe, and it's it's okay, it's okay. I mean, I don't know. It's toner, T O N O R, is the name of the brand. I don't know why I'm shit. What am I talking about the freaking mic for? No one cares. All right, um, talking about Hereditary and First Reform, both two, both very good movies. Uh, from last year, 2018, as I continue my kind of uh, 2018 catch-up. Catch-up. Not the food catch-up. <laughs> and I do need to eventually um, re... I think I got to rejigger some of these grades. Because I think they're just a little off. Like, I was looking at how I'd rank these films, and I and I think... I, I right off the bat, I loved Hereditary. Uh, it was in a way that I've never loved a horror film in my entire life, and I, I just it was constantly surprising me throughout the whole thing. It came together in a way that yeah, you could look at the ending of this movie, and I'm not going to spoil anything here. I'm going to try and do this whole review straight uh, without without giving any any spoilers away, but. The ending was such a payoff for me. I, 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 I understand if the ending was, was not that for, for a lot of people because it is, it is a certain, um, there's a certain over-the-topness to it that is, that's, uh, you know, you're either going to be the kind of person that's on board with or you're going to um, be put off by it. I get it. I get it totally, 100% completely. I get it. But I, I love this film. Uh, and again, I'm looking at my rankings. I, I probably have the favorite two. This is my issue right now because I probably have the favorite too low. I probably have all a lot of these films in the, my low nine grades too low. And I probably have. I probably what screwed me up was I, I ranked. I think. I think I ranked. I love the movie Eighth Grade, but I think I ranked it a little high. So at some point in time, I'm gonna have to go and I think just 
fix this. I don't know when or how, but uh, I, 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 the thing about it, you know what, we can just do this now. And this is, bare, you know what, uh, my apologies to eighth grade. I sincerely mean that. But, but, here on the 167th edition of the Movie Review Podcast of on the MySpace, the Podcast Podcast Network, uh, I have to I have to downgrade that film because it's just it's it's a little a little high, given the given the year's work, and other films that I had seen. So I, I kind of prematurely gave that a grade I shouldn't have, and I am downgrading it. And that's not, this is nothing to say nothing of the film. It's a fine film. Go see the movie Eighth Grade. Truly a fine film. I mean, I'm not even for one second being sarcastic about that. But I, I do have to downgrade it because I think it's uh, it's a little uh, in the scheme of things it's, it's just a little high. So while I love 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 that movie, I am going to downgrade it and I'm going to put it at slight downgrade. And wow, this is a this is a freaking mess. I'm doing my rankings and. So I'd put it ahead of wildlife. Yes, I would keep it ahead of wildlife. Very slightly ahead of wildlife. So I'd put it at a, uh, let's do 9.0. You know what? 9.099. Now, I think I would upgrade. Upgrade. I'm upgrading Roma. Because the more I've thought about that, I gave it, I was a little low on it. So that's getting an upgrade. Upgrade, baby. Roma's getting an upgrade. Congratulations to Roma. I'm sure they're very pleased with this decision to be uh, there, that they've gotten this upgrade. They're going 9.175. Very slight. This is very slight and very stupid, I will say. Uh, these um, these scores. I'm putting Roma <laughs> just below Brigsby Bear and right ahead of Troll 2. So if you want to get that, that says a lot about me, possibly. And, and and then where does this fit in? Well, do I need to now raise? No, I'm not going to raise that. I'm, I think there's room here for this. I think this is going to, I'm going to give this film here a, um, a nine. I'm giving the score away and I didn't even review it. I'm going to give it a 9.2, la 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 la, 55. 9.255. Putting it, yes, that's right. The second, my uh, number two on my uh, movies of the year list. And I'm watching another one right now. So this is a bit of a spoiler for future episodes of this movie review show. But I'm watching another one. This is the Suspiria remake. When I, when I rewatched, I, I watched for the first time the 1977 Suspiria and the 2018 Suspiria. And so I'll be reviewing those. Uh, I haven't, fin- I actually haven't completed the 2018. It's two and a half hours long. I got about an hour to go, I think. Not even less than that, but uh, wow, I that stunned by that one as well, and so I, I that's that's going to be right. Um, just a spoiler. Uh, um, let me just do this here. Her red, and then um, honestly, uh, I and I don't know. I I got a complete Suspiria, but it's going to be right here in the running for the top three uh, for movies of the year. I think so. That's just a little spoiler my top 10 films as we kind of rounded out. Uh, and I, like I said, also on this episode, we'll be talking about First Reformed later in the program, uh, which I liked a lot too, but I liked this better. 
and again, I, I I don't know what it is, but I've been drawn to more horror films. I think it's when I started. And I, again, I, I apologize because I always I feel like I always talk about the, these guys, but I, I watched this Red Letter Media YouTube channel, and I think I've just it, the, their taste has kind of hasn't hasn't like transformed my taste, but it's definitely in, in it it's directed it towards certain genres where I was otherwise misinformed and or turned off by just in what I thought I, I wouldn't like. I just, I was always someone who was like horror films. Yeah. I could, you know, the original Halloween, it's fine. You know, I never, but it's not, not something I was like, Oh, it's about, you know, I'm not, I was never like a fanatic. And I think this is twofold because I think it speaks to, uh, again, having watching some of the, having watched a lot of those programs, especially the cult movies and B movies that they that they play on uh, Best of the Worst, and some of their other reviews where they they they, they just have a more. They come at uh, horror films with a history that I don't have and I never will have. I can't you know, recreate it, but it opened my eyes a little bit and it opened my heart, to be honest with you, to uh, to to at least giving horror films a shot. And then, so the other part of that—that that, that's the first half of that. That's what kind of got my foot in the door. The second half of it, of that, is I think there's a it's sort of a I don't want to say a new era, but there the 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 it's not. I think how am I, what am I trying to say here? I think the fact that so many horror films are elements of horror films, psycho, more like psychological horror films, uh, are are affecting me so so much. Is that there? There's just some great work being done in that genre right now, and that's just like some of the best movies being made in this current current right now. I'm talking the last couple of years and going on into 2019. Some of the best films are clearly in this genre of horror, and this movie was fantastic. I mean, Hereditary was so inventive, and I just saw the um, trailer for this guy Ari Ari Ost, Ari Oster. Who's younger than me, which always makes me feel good. Um, he went to a he's AFI conservatory uh, guy. Um, no, that's the yeah, that's uh, that's the famous school out in LA. But now no, I'm just googling. I'm just saying, going around a rabbit hole. And was this his first uh, film? Yes, it was. It was his first feature film directorial debut I, I did a post on uh i i, I want to love imdb because i love movies and i'm kind of obsessed with uh ranking and categorizing and thinking about them in, in, a, in a in a bigger kind of broader way a lot uh but i imdb will not weed out or let you filter results when it terms in terms of short films versus uh feature films and it's 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 just it's frustrating to me. It's very frustrating. Uh, but anyway, there's this guy's second film, Midsummer. Midsummer. It's spelled M-I-D-S-O-M-M-A-R, which is the Swedish for um, uh, Midsummer. And uh, I didn't recognize a single actor actor in this film. And uh, it's going to be this guy's next movie. I mean, it looks fantastic as well. And it's put being put up by A24, which is. A studio that's um, doing a lot of great work as well, and, and kind of giving you know, there's a little bit of a small. I don't think they're uh, owned. I could be wrong about that. A twenty four, it's independent company, and um, 
Yeah, I don't think they have like a parent like division. I don't, I don't think that they have a. Uh, no, they're not owned by like Warner Brothers secretly, like like something like that. I think they're they're their own thing, and they're putting out some really great work on an, in, on an independent level. I think that's you know inter- you know I don't know. It's it's like much when I think about music. I've talked about this before. Is that I don't like I'm not a label guy. I don't really give a crap about music labels. It just it, it, there's some that I know that that put out great music, and I I'm, that I see that I'm kind of like oh that's a good stamp of approval. Drag City comes to mind. But then there are some that I'm just like, well, you know what? I there's been just as much great stuff as there's been stuff that I'm not into, and it's like, you know, labels like Matador. I mean, I don't think like Matador has put out music across the board that I love, and so it's it's, it's always hit or miss. So I try not to think about it too deeply. Uh, but it all it, when you find something like a company like Eight Twenty Four, they're doing good work, and it's always good to note that there's good independent uh, uh, companies doing work like that at that at like a high level and, and you know multi million dollar production uh but anyways i feel like i haven't talked about the movie at all here and i were 12 minutes jesus christ into into my this recording um okay so the the film is is gripping on just an emotional level on, on like a, as a family drama and it's also just uh horrific on a psychological what the f is going on uh, level so working on both of those levels sim- like at the same time it's fascinating to me because it's just like it, it's 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 a major success on, on both levels, and it's, it's it's as good as you can get, I think, within the genre. I mean, I, I don't think in my lifetime I've seen a better horror film. I, it's been years since I've seen The Exorcist, um, and I I I so I don't want to say right across the bat that this is the best horror film ever. I'm sure that the people would you know scoff at that. People who are true uh, devotees of the genre. But this movie just gets everything right. The score by Colin Stetson, who is uh, a um, uh, saxophonist. I think he's a, he's put out some experimental albums. Uh, but he's worked with Arcade Fire and Bon Iver and uh, but some more mainstream stuff too. But he, this is an awesome score. And it's sort of uh, Pitchfork ran an article about how this were in like kind of a heyday of just a really interesting movie music. And uh, Suspiria, Tom York, uh, that's not to be overlooked. Um, but this this soundtrack especially, I mean, the guy who, who uh, Johannesburg, or just, uh, what's it? no, what the hell, I, that's a city, but the guy who did all the um, Denis Villeneuve soundtracks, uh, which he died, and I feel horrible, I don't remember his name off the top of my head, but the, anyway, like, there's so much good good work being done in movies right now in terms of the music and films, and this this, this soundtrack is fantastic as well. Uh, and the movie's just great. It has a great. Uh, it's 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 a little maybe maybe a little long. It's a it's a tad over two hours, and uh, you know I think some of the critiques leveled at this has been that it, it the parts of the middle are dragged on a bit. Uh, I I can only say that when I watched it, I didn't I didn't really feel that. I mean, you you could always probably be fine ten minutes to trim out of an alpha movie like this, and it would play just as well, if not better. Uh, and I don't think that's it's not grossly long. I mean, two two oh seven is fine. Um, the, the, one of the interesting things about this film, and again, I'm talking about it in a way because I don't I do want to give it away. I want to recommend this film. I think part of going into this film, I avoided spoilers, and it's new enough, and probably hasn't been seen by uh, you know it, it made eighty million dollars or something like that, and uh, so it was it was a minor hit given its 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 budget. You know, all things considered. 
But the, the one of the more interesting things was the audience who were polled by, I guess, a cinema. This is this this got a lot of press. That's the only reason why I bring it up is that Cinema Score gave the film a D plus based on audience reaction scores. Um, and so this is. There's been other movies like this that have uh, done the exact same thing that 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 has this kind of uh, um, the critics critics liked it, but audiences didn't. There's been there's been several movies like that, like where there's been just a humongous discrepancy, and I, I'm a little surprised by that. But I mean, I think the you know one of the reasons is there's zero jump scares in this 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 uh, this one. There's, I don't think maybe one or two, but the, you know it's even like a movie like um, a Quiet Place, which is just was was on the verge of being pretty pretty great. It, it was just littered with jump scares. I mean, it, so it was almost like, and they were almost there. Just it, even though they they had created a tone that was creepy enough that they didn't need it, and so this movie knows that. And I think the reasons is like, well, we don't have to just feed the audience jump scares. I I can't stand jump scares. I if, if I watch a movie that has a jump scare, it immediately it, it's not getting above an eight. That's the that's not that's the ceiling. Um. Fantastic performances here by Tony Collette, obviously, who deserved, absolutely deserved an Academy Award nomination. It's a tragedy she didn't get. She didn't get one because she's just um, so so effing creepy and uh, just raw in this film. The Sun also got a got a shout out. Got a shout out the Sun. Uh, Alex Wolf is this guy's name, and uh, he was really good. Ann Dowd plays a very Ann Dowd character. She's sort of done so many of these roles in the last uh, five, six years. She's an actress that's been around forever, but it seems like just now she's getting kind of all, so much work from The Handmaid's Tale and The Leftovers to to this to this and uh, some other films recently. But what else do I have to say about Hereditary? I don't know. Not much. It's got a good the 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 title can it has a lot of meaning and can mean different things. And there's a lot of thematic elements here, so it's it's playing on so many. It's winning on all. Of the, it's winning, Joshin. Remember that. It's winning on so many levels here. And um, uh, like I said, I'm giving it a nine point two five five. In 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 time, will I revisit a lot of these films and change their scores? I think that's why I've kind of created this new arrow system to the whole uh, thing. And like I said, we've kind of rejiggered the whole uh, the whole biz here by. Um, Rescoring um, Roma and Eighth Grade, just just in terms of putting together my top ten officially of as I catch up on these movies, and I still have like a, a dozen to go. Although a lot of them I don't think are gonna be uh, or are gonna warrant contention to the top ten. I think that I think I'm narrowed in on the movies that well, most I don't want to I don't want to say that because that sort of, that sort of um, that limits that limits me. But yeah, so there you have it, Hereditary. Wow, what a good movie! I thought I, you know what, I had a feeling I was gonna like it, but I, I liked it more than I thought. So I had high expectations, and they were, they were exceeded. That's what else can you hope for when you're seeing a movie? Is that you have a lot of high expectations for the movie, and then they actually get exceeded? That's rare. That never happens. I mean, that happens. To, that happens with great filmmakers, and uh, this is a great film. And I implore you to check it out. Now, let's move right along on this double feature episode to First Reformed. I wasn't aware that I had offended. Jesus doesn't want our suffering. He suffered for us. Mm -hmm. He wants 
our commitment and our obedience. Mm -hmm. And what of his creation? The heavens declare the glory of God. God is present everywhere in every plant, every river, every tiny insect. The whole world is a manifestation of his holy presence. I think this is an issue where, where the church can lead, but, but they say nothing. The, the U.S. Congress still denies climate change? Where were we when these people were elected? First Reformed is a... 2018 American drama film written and directed by Paul Schrader, starring Ethan Hawke, Amanda Seyfried, and who? Cedric the Entertainer, credited here as, by, I guess by his real name, Cedric Kyles, not Cedric the Entertainer. And um, it's a really good movie that I slipped, again, a, a lot of uh, critical acclaim got some critical acclaim and it was it's a successful film another a24 production good synergy here uh, not super intentional but i had a re I had, for some reason i wanted to lump these two films together because they're part of my catching up on the great 28 film the the possible the possible great 2018 movies that are on my list that i haven't seen yet that i'm just starting to get to uh, uh and this is very similar because it, it's 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 um Again, box office much smaller than Hereditary, but the budget was also even was, was smaller. So I guess it was it, it made its money back. It had a three million dollar budget, made it made a little over that. Uh, Paul Schrader is of course, uh, I don't I want seventy two year old man, but I want you know I, don't, I was about to say legendary. I don't know if he's if it's legendary, but uh, he been directing and writing films. For a long time, he's he's well, he's much more known as a um, as a writer, uh, Taxi Driver, and Raging Bull among among the movies he's um, written. But he's been directing films for a long time, and and I I can tell you right now I I'm looking at his uh, filmography, and damn if I haven't of movies he's directed, I, I can't see, I don't know if I've seen any of these. So, been working forever. Been working. He was worked with Martin Scorsese a whole bunch, a whole bunch, a whole bunch. A whole bunch. Uh, he, he he noted he, he wrote he directed the Brett Easton Ellis movie The Canyon, the 2013 that kind of got panned, I think. Uh, and so I knew that, and I and I remember thinking like, oh, I guess he's, he's the guy. You know, I, I, I for some reason I always thought of him as like a, a lesser than I, you know. I, not, this is going to sound like a knock, but it's also just like my. My wit at times is is just straight up um, naivete when it comes to some of uh, sometimes of the the movies history and things like that. I mean, I'm not I'm not super versed in every uh, in every angle and every person, and so it's you know it's things they get um, swept under the carpet, I guess. Anyway, but he but he's directed a do two dozen no uh, fifteen twenty films. And this is the first one I've seen. Um, I'm looking up Dying of the Light, which is a Nicolas Cage movie from 2014. I'm just looking at Paul Schrader's filmography. I'm sort of like been like a uh, deer in headlights, just stuck stuck watching this Light Sleeper, 1992, Willem Dafoe and Susan Sarandon. Wow, 
just uh the i'm just this is funny because it's just it's not funny but it's it's forever mine which is ray liotta and joseph fines uh 1999 british canadian romantic drama <laughs> not between the i think there's a lady involved but uh not that there's anything wrong with that oh seinfeld yeah so let's talk about first reform first reformed is a film about climate change and I had no idea that that's what the film was about. I, honestly, I thought, and I, I love going into movies like this because it's it's great to be surprised. That's really, you know, I can't stress enough uh, uh, something that's, I think, twofold. Um, a, this is a broader kind of, I guess, call to, to people making films and marketing more and more, more to the marketing angle of films. When you're cutting a, a trailer together, don't give away things like the fact that this movie is about climate change. Cause that who wants like that to me, I would, I don't think I would, I'm not sure I would have watched the movie to be honest with you. Like, cause it's like a priest. I was like, what? this seems, uh, this seems heavy handed in this. Look, I have issues with the film and they are related to that. So that this is not, that's not to say that I don't have, I don't have criticism to level uh, critiques to level in that direction. Um, but, that said, that being said, the other the other half of that is that it, it you want you, you want to go in you want you want to, you want to just the audience just wants to feel surprised really that's that's one of the I think main uh, things we're looking for when we go to the films is that to see something that's going to move and in, in, in inspire us but a lot of times that comes from being uh, shown things that were not expected um, and that's how you conjure those kind of feelings. If I had to guess before I went into seeing this film, what it was about, I, I thought it was going to be about a priest. And I thought it was a priest. For some reason, I just saw the, tra- I don't even know if I watched the trailer for this, honestly. I thought I did, but maybe I never even saw the trailer. So I went in hearing about it, hearing that it was a great, Ethan Hawke gives a great performance. And it was written about in a lot of movie blogs that I follow. But again, I just skimmed all these things. So I didn't, I don't, I don't really like to read reviews of films before I see them. Uh, because what would be the point of doing this then? Uh, I'll, I'll sometimes check out reviews after the fact, uh, but but never before. And I, I thought this was going to be like a love story, where like a priest is sort of like, you know, he's hooking up with a, with a lady, and it's sort of you know that that whole moral situation. But it's really not, nothing to do with that. It's a, it's a Protestant minister, so I mean, he could he can, he can legally <laughs> legally uh, have have relations uh, anyway, um, and. So that that, that was uh, that those that that plot line that I thought maybe the film was about was was immediately kind of um, uh, dispelled. So I was sort of like, hmm, what's this about? And uh, you know, it's slowly. uh, I would not even slowly. I guess the film right in the first the first act certainly gives away its the inclination towards what the what the broader themes are, and it's about climate change, and it's about how. if you you know think about human beings on, on a planet and the idea of religion and what, it, what religions are you know on the surface level are, are supposed to um, accomplish like what 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 is the goal of a you know a religion it's a higher higher meaning and, and just the the, the uh, protection of the people and it's. It, it tackles climate change in, from that angle, saying basically, you know, if 
if religion can't get on the right side of this, like what, what are we doing? Like what is, what is humanity doing here? And it presupposes, you know, I'm, I'm not, I won't even you know go there in terms of uh, not, not being, uh, not believing in this uh, because that, well, there's no point in that. And um, so why even, why even, why even kind of go down that path? But um, it is a bit heavy handed. So, so it starts off, it's subtle and it kind of gets more and it gets kind of grosser and grosser heavy handed and i'm like i'm i believe in it i'm for it and this is my only critique of what is really a lovely movie and subtle and quiet and very interesting use of sound and lack of music until i i, I want to say that they don't the soundtrack is so sparse where i almost didn't see, didn't hear movie till about halfway didn't didn't hear any uh, music soundtrack music until about halfway through the film could be wrong about that uh, but it's it's got that modern drone again. There again, this was not done by the same guy as uh, Hereditary. This was uh, the artist Lustmord, who's a kind of an industrial sound designer uh, and and known for his film work. Uh, yeah, he's been doing films for a while and um, put out a bunch of stuff. And Lustmord uh, is a, a Welsh Welsh industrial kind of experimental musician, and he does a lovely job with this score. And um, yeah, he's been doing films for a long time since like late nineties. And but it's, it it leads into that kind of I it, I, I liked how it didn't kind of hit you over the head with that droney kind of soundtrack score. Like it it definitely lets the movie breathe before you get before you get into that kind those kind of sounds. And it's only when the movie starts to pick up the uh, pace of the plot, whereas that those sounds and music sort of come on in. And the like I said, the, the plot's very good. The acting's very good. Uh, but the, the the only critique I would level of this is that the that thematic element, the, the climate change angle, is it not? It's knocking you over the head, and it doesn't need to do that because it, it, it it's just as strong, if not stronger, if it if it's if it's the subtle message. And I'm not saying change the plot of how this movie resolves itself. I won't spoil the end, uh, and and the end is certainly surprising. In, in in maybe more to, to what doesn't happen than what does happen in regards to what doesn't happen versus what does happen. But, you know, that's I, let, let that be uh, unspoken. So, again, be surprising to anyone who might want to check it out based on hearing this, uh, you know, the, the three people out there. But um, uh, what was, uh, where was I? Oh, so we got to talk about the, the sequence. I'll call it the sequence. There is a departure from the mortal planes, if you will. And it's the it's a scene where something metaphysical happens and Amanda Seafried and uh Eden Hawk lying on top of one each one another. And I won't give I let 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 the imagination take take you where it will. And they kind of um rise up into the heavens and then via blue screen they float over scenes of nature and then that slowly unravel into scenes of kind of human destruction of nature there's no there's no other way to read this it's it's a hammer in a hand and it's hitting the audience on the head saying this is what we're doing climate change is bad we caused this 
and it's it's like I you, why 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 was the scene in the movie like I don't I don't even care about the the look of it didn't bother me. Uh, you know, it looked didn't look great, but I, I, it kind of looked. Uh, it had a it had a lo-fi look to the special effects of that scene, which I was fine with. But it was just if it wasn't if it was for any other purpose, maybe it just I, I can't I, I couldn't see a reason why you would need a scene like this in but in the movie. But the the what it was what it was conveying was really the worst part, and we and it, and it knocked the movie down a lot for me. I'm still I'm still giving it a uh, a nice score here, but yeah, I it it was it it was a tough scene to get to get through. It really was. It was. Uh, and you know what? I think I'm gonna lower it. I think I'm gonna go high eight instead of a low nine. I am. I'm gonna lower it down. I'm gonna lower it down a notch here in a live move, live line move for me. I'm gonna put it at a nine point eight point nine. Eight point nine. You ready for this, folks? Nine. A three. A one. Yeah, that sounds about right. That sounds better. That sounds better to me. Because this was, and it really, it's all about this one scene. And otherwise, it would have been like a low, definitely a low nine. But, uh, you know, it's a high eight because of that scene. It just took me out of it. I just didn't, I was like, what, what, what am I watching here? But it's other than that, you know, if they could have just, if they could have cut that scene, that sequence, I honestly, I would have, God, the movie would have flowed so much better for me. But I would, my head was taken out of that for, for that scene. And, and it, you know, I was, I was talking to my wife about this after the movie and it was, and it was like, did you think that kind of like, you know, it almost reminded me of the, uh, that escalated quickly joke from, uh, Anchorman. And it's sort of, there is a little bit of that to it, which is sort of like, hmm. Uh, and I won't again. Won't give away the specifics of that plot, but uh, otherwise, it's 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 a it's a strong movie. Like it's it's I can't say it's not a strong movie. Uh, it's one what's well, one worth your time certainly, and it's one that did de- that definitely didn't get a lot of proper love in terms of the 2018 crop of good films. You know, I look at this film and I look at Hereditary, and to a certain degree, the the uh, the favorite, although that that got a plenty of Oscar nominations. But I look at it in terms of the Oscars, and the Oscars are trash, and we all know that. But it, it's not hard. It would not have been hard for them to throw a bone to Suspiria as well. I'll put that in there right here now. It would not have been difficult for them to throw a flipping bone from a bone to. Uh, to a couple of these movies because they have the room in that in the in the best movie category. I mean, you know, I I have not seen Black Klansman yet. That's on my list. I have notoriously now talked about how I've sh- I had to shut off Black Panther. I was so just I, I it was so bad to me. I couldn't I couldn't watch. I'm not, but it's not. I know it's not for me. I hate comic book movies, and so I it's not commentary on Black Panther more. It is me just hating that genre. I can't. I don't like the genre, but you know they, they feel they feel like they had to. To not to honor that, but then they don't honor see some of the smaller films. Like you know, it's like and certainly the what studios these are being made by are I play here because look, Disney is not a twenty four, and so these movies are are going to struggle to find their audience and, and get their kind of recognition recognition from that mainstream. But that's why I'm sorry. I, I, you know, one of the reasons I do this show is because of that. Is I want I want to I want to try and watch it all, and I want to try and. Take it all in, all those big 
the the big and the bad and the ugly and and the little tiny guys and everything in between. And there you have it here. Oh, I got two more of these to record today. Is that right? Two or three? Let's go with two. I can't. Oh, yeah, just two more. And these are going to be single shots each. So I think this will probably come out tomorrow, uh, March seventh. So hope you're having a good two, uh, Thursday. That's uh, this is the end of the episode.